This is a HeadGum Podcast. You will drive it. Welcome to Weekly, the podcast where you'll learn everything you need to know about the celebrities you don't. I'm Lindsay Weber. I'm Bobby Finger. And this is, oh fuck, I had nothing prepared. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, I wasn't going to say anything. I wasn't going to say anything because I was like, maybe she has something. Oh, Um, and I have a bone to pick with you. Look, I know you have a bone to pick with me. Fine. Air your grievances publicly. I'm extremely angry. I thought we were in this together, that we both were going to watch the premiere of our literal number one star, Rita Ora, on America's Next Top Model. And I find out, I find out, excuse me, I find out... (laughs) That Bobby did not even watch the premiere episode. It's okay. been two days. Okay, listen. I thought I would have time this morning, but I didn't. I thought I would watch it live. I got all excited to watch it live. I literally curled up on the couch and brought a blanket to the couch. To oh, I'm watch so- it live. excuse me. What a what a what an amazing stressful journey that must have been for you. My cable provider dropped all Viacom channels, and I did not know this. So what? Remember how I use I, I use my Sony I use my PlayStation for cable and I subscribe to Sony View because it's cheap and good. Well, not anymore. It's not cheap and good. It's cheap, but it's not good. They took it all the Viacom channels. <laughs> I'm just saying you have let me and our audience down, and I hope they never forget it because I'm never <laughs> going to forget it. This is not. You have to take this up with Sony. You have to take this. Up I'm with not their taking it streaming. up with Sony. I'm taking it up with you. You did not. You had a responsibility. That you neglected. And now, like, I'm supposed to, what, like, talk about ANTM to a wall or something? Like, no one cares. No, you, you talk to it to our fans oh and to me, God. your captive audience. Oh, my God. So, let's, speak of ANTM, let's play the first call. Hey, Who Weekly. This is an ANTM call. So, just watched the premiere. So many questions. But I feel like my best question is answered by Queen Rita herself. In an interview with Yahoo.com, they asked Rita, you're known mostly as a singer and not a model. What do you say to people who are confused, like me, side note, as to why you're hosting this particular competition? In my best Rita voice, I knew this was going to happen. First of all, with me being from London and judging an American competition, I always thought that was funny. Side note, what the fuck is she talking about with her being British? I don't think anyone thought anything of that. Anyway, it's a new world. We're in 2016. We are looking for people who are trying to accomplish something in their lives. Side note, what the fuck? (laughs) And being 26 and with the amount I have achieved, I feel like I have a right to be on that panel. Side note, huh? We have Ashley Graham, who does the modeling and the pictures. Side note. Whoa, shady. And also, um, can we talk about how Ashley Graham is, like, a hugely successful plus-size model, but none of the contestants are plus-size models? Okay, sorry, continuing. We have me, who can sit in front of you and tell you how to make money, be <laughs> a boss, and have your own say in your career. Side note, what is this whole be a boss? Bullshit is, like, so ridiculous. 
like they had needed an excuse to like rebrand this train wreck. Okay, sorry. You have La Roach, who does the styling to turn you into a superstar, and the Drew Elliott, who has the right to put you on a cover or not. What is this, side note, what is this business about having rights to things? Like, huh? Okay, sorry. This isn't just about taking a great photo. I think once people get to watch the show, see how we run, how it works, and the tasks the girls have to do, it will make sense. I know. <laughs> You're telling me people can't understand this until they watch it and see how it works? <laughs> Sorry. We also want to surprise people. That's what this is. You want to surprise the consumers. You want to surprise the viewers. Yeah, I'm 26 and hosting America's Next Top Model. And what? It's like, say something because you'll still be watching the show. Yeah, I just love, I love that the call just ends. He has no, he has no outro. He's <laughs> just like, done end. with this. He's like, end. I'm finished with this Rita impression. I'm hanging up. That Rita impression started up like good. And then it delved into sounding like a Danish villain. <laughs> Like some, some like vague Scandinavian, which like, is to say, evil. still good, still good, still good, it's still good, still good. Um, I feel like he covered definitely a lot of the premiere, which, by the way, was like the most watched America's Next Top Model premiere of like all In time years. or something. I mean, I think it was just because it was like newsworthy and they did a lot of really good promotion and people were excited yeah. to see what it would be like. I thought it was extremely boring. Like that was my take. Yeah, I was getting. Because my cable was broken, as I said, due to reasons beyond okay, my control. Okay, all Lindsay right. Refused to all right, accept. call the cable Lindsay company. was basically, Lindsay was, God, Lindsay was live texting me Just... during it. And it's, I sort of expect, when I realized that the texts, that the texts started coming less frequently, I realized <laughs> that there was less to talk about. I got so Because by bored. the end, it was like, there was a, there were a few texts between, you know, 10 and 10, 15, and then another one at like 10, 20, and then nothing for 40 minutes. And then so at boring. literally at 10, 58 Eastern Standard Time, I get a text that just goes, that was so boring. And that was the end of our America's Next Top Model conversation. Okay. So like my, it's, it's very much like America's Next Top Model. There's like not a ton of difference, but it's missing something and maybe it's because it's the first episode but there's like a magic to america sexual model that's like slightly deranged that this show is so far missing and i don't like mm-hmm. blame rita for that or whatever but it, like they all the girls there's like some fighting and then there's like two girls have a crush on each other and then like i don't want to actually i don't care about spoiling it like one of them doesn't make it to like the next round uh-huh. and she's like devastated because like of the other girl but the stakes like just don't seem that high in this one which is like yeah maybe it's because they don't do a good job setting up the stories or whatever but you don't care the only funny part of the show is that how they find out i think i texted you this because it was like the only thing that i thought was amusing was how they find out whether they've made the show or not is that they have to like go to a party meanwhile the party is not a party it's just a room so they like that's always reality (laughs) reality show parties where it's like i'm going to a party somewhere in la are never real parties it wasn't even like they didn't even pretend it was a party they were just like you're going to this party but it, it there's just a room like in a building and they had a bouncer standing out front and you had to go and see if you're on the list and if you weren't on the list you didn't make it and that was oh my like, god like a league of their own yes, yes. 
And it was great because they made this guy, this like, the guy who was the bouncer or whatever, they made him like pretend like he didn't hear their names. They'd be like, it's, it's Gloria. And he'd be like, what? Gloria, can you spell that? <laughs> but it was like, so that was the part, just watching them like be really depressed after they lost, like didn't get it. Some of them were just like screaming and crying or whatever. Uh, so, <laughs> so was there a scene in that moment where a woman who was illiterate went up to the list and couldn't tell if she was on it? Betty Spaghetti. And then a really, and then a really kind person who was already in was like, can you read, honey? <laughs> No, there wasn't that. That would have made it good. Anyway, I love Shirley Baker. I, I will do don't. whatever I can to talk you... about Shirley Baker. I'm surprised that's the first time you've brought that up on this show. To comment. Yeah, I was just wondering, have I talked about Shirley Baker before yet, on this podcast? No. That's very strange. But I wanted to comment on what the caller was saying. Like, why is she doing this? And that's something that she's had to defend pretty frequently in this promotion process. Like, Wendy Williams called her out on it, too. But, I mean, like, to be fair, this is a show where... The precedent is that you do not become a successful model at all. So if there's anyone who's like the queen of not being a success, but not being <laughs> successful at your main job, but somehow making money off of other jobs that no one cares about, she's the perfect host. It's just you know? funny because this was this happened on later seasons of ANTM with Tyra, but like they're so into like the brand. Like it's not even mm-hmm. about like the modeling anymore they, they're just like oh you're a brand you're 360 you're a 360 brand like da 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 in that oh if you're a model you're a celebrity and if you're a celebrity you're 360 the other funny part was and this is so hilarious is that so remember the pictures of rita coming out of the helicopter that daily mail like loved <gasps> was that the premiere yeah so basically like they get <laughs> they, where she was covering her her modesty they go up to the roof and like they're re- being revealed to Rita, like Rita's being revealed to them. And she comes out of the elevator and that's the scene. Like she comes out of this elevator. She didn't reveal her modesty in this clip. And they're like, they cut to them. Clearly these interviews where they like told them to react. They're like, okay, so Rita just got out of the elevator and had, or uh, Rita just got out of the helicopter. I said elevator twice. And how do you feel? And they're like, I was so excited. Like, Rita Ora, she's amazing. Like, she's exactly who, like, I look up to. Rita Ora. And you're just like, oh, my God, did they script these responses? They're so just not convincing that they know who Rita Ora is or, like, why she's the host. Mm-hmm. I feel like if you were on America's Next Top Model, maybe you already knew that Tyra was not there, but you would never expect Rita. Come on. There's so many other models that could do this. Had they already seen Ashley Graham at that point? No. Like, okay. I think they got out of the helicopter together. But the point is that the show opens with Tyra. So they meet Tyra. And then they're, like, p- pushed off to Rita. <laughs> Anyways, like, it was so boring. Oh I don't know if I can watch anymore. I mean, I have to. But, like, I just don't know how much longer I can do this for. Hi, Bobby. Hi, Lindsay. Um, let me just say I find it incredibly rude that you don't know who Jeff Schroeder and Jordan Lloyd are. They are the celebrity couple that met on Big Brother. They were contestants together and even came back for an all-star round together. And Jeff Schroeder was the voted America's favorite player ever. He even proposed to Jordan on the show and announced that they were having a baby on the show. They have also been on um, some sort of celebrity thing which I hadn't known before but then when I looked it up because I'm pretty sure you guys brought them up on a previous podcast but I guess they kind of just like milk their uh hooey uh coupleness 
to get a bunch of money for other things. I had no idea they even had a YouTube channel. This is news to me. But just know, you know, they're very likable people. And Jordan, she even won, like, the celebrity big brother. That's all. Also, I called 1-800-WHO-THEM, and I'm definitely sure that a robot tried to steal my identity, so you should secure that number just so this never happens again. (laughs) (laughs) Um. I totally remember talking about them, but it, they're so forgettable, their names, everything about them, that when they came up again in this story, it was like I had never heard of them in my entire um, life. I'm sorry. Did you just call a former topic of our show forgettable? <laughs> How dare Also, you? like, sh- this caller is right. We did not Google these people aside from reading the Us Weekly article, but what the fuck is the point of Us Weekly if not to tell me why the people are famous? Again, yeah, this was your rant. The whole this point was, was that I yes. had no clue who they were. According to this article, they were YouTube. They were on YouTube. Apparently, they're more famous than that. But only barely. It seems like only barely. I mean, I just I'm glad I know the background. These two met on Big Brother. They got married. Whatever. Who cares? Um, I just it it makes me mad that Us Weekly didn't tell me that because like you only have one job. You know. That's true. Just like true. I only have one job, which is to tell you guys who these people are. But if I can't get my information, you're sure as hell not going to get your information. I just want to point out that from here on out, I think it would be great if anytime you're mad at us, <laughs> begin a call with, I find it incredibly rude that you don't know who blank is. Rude to who, though? That's it's the so best part. Good. It's like rude to I you. I love it. Like, it's like... I find it incredibly rude that you don't know who these people are. Because it, it's sort of like, it, it's a it's it's very evocative of like the passion you have for your things. Like whenever you like a movie yeah. and no one else likes it. Yeah. It's like, I find it incredibly rude that you have not seen Age of Adeline and like five times. Rude you know? to me personally, to my brand. Person, you should know that this is important lively. to me. <laughs> yeah, it's like, I find it incredibly rude. I understand the caller's offense so is what I'm saying. for example like if i'd never seen titanic that would be incredibly rude to bobby <laughs> yes exactly it would just be exactly. so rude like it would just be remember, so rude. remember how remember how, how i was an incredibly rude fan in friend in 2012 in early 2012 when i forced all of my friends to come with me <laughs> oh, to see titanic in 3d it was at the kips bay amc can i just say you ruined titanic for me because that was so excruciating to do that for some reason it felt so long it felt so boring it It was in 3d for no reason there were little parts that popped out but barely enough it cost like 40 (laughs) dollars It was so good. I was so was mad so at you. Good. I was so angry. Anyway, We literally, we walked out of the theater and everyone was like, that was a waste of time. Wow, how miserable. And I was like, yes, 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 yes. Let's go back. Hey, Lindsay and Bobby, it's Megan. Uh, I think you guys definitely need to talk about the latest breakup that is rocking the world, which is Tarek and Christina El Musa from HGTV's Flipper Flop. I do happen to know who they are, but I feel like I'm seeing this story everywhere. And first of all, I've heard so many mispronunciations of his first name that would make me say that definitely they are who's. Uh, In other HGTV news, one of the Property Brothers, I think, just got engaged. So I would imagine that they would also be pretty hooey 
Um, Bobby, I'm going to let you take this one, but I just have to say it makes me extremely angry that all of these HGTV people are famous now. Like, I have to know who they are. I don't watch any of these shows with any regularity, and I don't care about them, but they're everywhere. You don't need to know who they are. These and this and also this story is not going to last because this story is not as interesting as everyone made it seem. So from the best I can tell. So this incident that had that made all the headlines a couple days ago, which is that it like, sounded crazy. They had, this ex- they had this explosive breakup and there was a gun involved and he threatened suicide and blah, 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 blah. Happened like six, seven, eight months ago. It happened in in May. But I guess the... The documents, like the, the the police report, just got revealed. Oh, so TMZ somehow. reported on a police report that came out from yes. back then. TM- TMZ reported on a police Ooh. report that was like that old. Huh. So they were like, and I guess they're like the picture of like happiness on their show. But what happened was, according to the police report, um, they had already they were already split up at this point. They were done. So and I she guess wasn't living. They were living separately. With him. Okay. They were living the way that it seems to me because his gun was still in the house is that she was living in the house and he was living somewhere else. Didn't they have like Um, five guns, guns in the house or something? And he storms into the house, grabs the gun, freaks her out. So she immediately calls the cops. He screams something like there were a lot of reports that said he was suicidal, but that wasn't in the actual police report. So I don't know where that came from. He could have been, but it just wasn't. Well, wasn't the question that he took the gun with him on a walk? He took the gun outside. But, he took the gun with right. him on a walk, and he said, I just need to blow off some steam. What? And so she called the cops, and then all these helicopters showed up, and, like, all the cops came. And then they sorted it out without, one, pressing any charges. And Why would two, you need your gun? Don't they live in Los she Angeles? Claimed, she never claimed that there was any violence. Like, he never hmm. – um, I mean, I guess emotional violence. There was never any physical violence. Sure. Um so they have since released statements to like any publication that will listen. And it's like and it's like People has an exclusive statement. In Touch has an exclusive statement, but they're all identical. <laughs> they each have a different word, and if you put the words together, it's the statement. <laughs> right. And they're all identical and they're just like, we've separated, we've started seeing other people, but we're not divorced yet. Wait, but and why we're not, we're... did he take a gun with him on a walk to blow off steam? Did he go like shoot it somewhere? He said that he brought it, quote, for mountain lions and rattlesnakes. Excuse me, where do they live? Orange County. Absolutely not. I am sorry. You do not need a gun to protect yourself on a walk. That is not how California works. You don't... Yeah need to protect yourself from those things. Those things do not need shooting by guns. That's no bullshit. Um, but also, wait, tell me, she mentioned that one of the Property Brothers got engaged. Oh my God, Lindsay. <laughs> I cannot believe you didn't hear about this. I, I, so... When in my life, I could be, I could be <laughs> doing literally nothing. And actually, I'm, I'm a little bit free right now. And I still could not come across <laughs> what the Property Brothers are doing. He... Proposed to his uh, girlfriend, Linda Fan. Is this the hot one or the not hot one? Or is this the one that I think is hot or the one that you think is oh, hot? Oh, the property was? I think this is Drew. I think he's the one that the consensus says he's the hot one. Let me just read you this. This is from Refinery29. They did a recap. But what I love about Refinery29 is because they so, like a lot of tabloids, um, not saying that Refinery29 is a tabloid. I'm just saying when they talk about celebrity gossip, when they talk about celebrities, they're like, completely enamored by it they love it they love celebrities i think that's fair to say that's how i feel like we are i mean that's our tone about a lot of these things that i mean i th- i like them for this type of reporting yeah. because it comes from a place of like true earnestness right. okay listen 
queen. He put an enormous amount of thought into it, keeping the ring close and hidden for several weeks. He didn't talk about the engagement with any of his friends online because he was scared that she would somehow find out. Quote, I've had to be as stealthy as a ninja to pull this off, he told people. But then this is the best paragraph. This is the paragraph to end all paragraphs. Yeah, okay. Then, while they were at dinner at Piano Piano in Toronto, (laughs) a record... Wait, wait, that's not even the best. Wait, you're going to die. What the fuck is Piano Piano? A recording of Scott singing Trains Marry Me played as the cake was served. But this wasn't just an ordinary cake. It had Dr. Seuss illustrations on top along with the words, Oh, the places we'll go. One of the commenters, who was Canadian, obviously, was like, ugh, like, the Scott brothers would go to Piano Piano, as though it's, like, a shitty place to go, or, like, anyway, I want to find the exact It's comment. just funny, because this is kind of, um, what's that place in England where Rita goes a lot that we kept bringing up, but people were like, no, that's a place. What's it called again? I always forget what it's called. Oh, my God, I don't something know. Something Stables or something, and we're, I'm never going to think of it, but whatever. Um, that's kind of what Piano Piano is in, in Toronto. <laughs> Hi, Who Weekly. This is David. I'm with my friend Andrew, and we just walked in, and Vanderpump Rules was on, and it reminded us that we've been meaning to call for a while about this. So Andrew manages a gay bar in town, and he got a message on his Instagram from the manager of Lala Kent. And I'm not sure she's who she is on this show, because I don't know who anyone is on this show, really. Um, but yeah, she, his, her manager contacted Andrew and said that she wanted to host a, a, a night at the gay bar, but he never got back to her because he doesn't know who she is or what she would do. So, also, we'd like to know, who is Lala Kent? Thanks. Bye. You're going to have to take this because I don't know who the hell this person is. And also, I think it's rude that there is another Lala in our pop culture. We barely have room for the two that we have. So Wait, who are the two that we have? Lala, Anthony, and... Oh, I guess the other Lala is our, our friend. friend. <laughs> two is enough. <laughs> We have a pop culture Lala, and we have a... I knew you were referring to our friend Lala. I was like, who else are you talking about? Okay, so here's the deal. I know you don't watch Vanderpump Rules. The reason why I left this call on is because I got a kick out of that story, because that is like the thirstiest thing. And today, or yesterday, well, there was a Vanderpump episode (laughs) yesterday, but anyways, today or now... Whenever you're hearing this, this week, Lala Kent, who is one of the women on Vanderpump Rules, is decided that she is quitting the show, but like quitting the show in like the thirstiest way possible. And her quitting the show, all the reasons that she gave are completely antithetical to her being like, oh, I want to play your gay bar in in wherever that is. And then being Mm -hmm. like, we don't know who they are. So the great thing is if you click on the stories about her quitting, the quotes are extremely funny. So she's like talking about how it's bullshit and, 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 you know, it's all fake and da da da. And she says, uh, that's why in one of the clips, my dress is unzipped. I took my mic off and told them I was done. Then something went on and I tried to leave three times, but they wouldn't let me. So that's like a very sus accusation. Yeah. I don't know if I believe that. I know. So basically I, what's really interesting though, is no one cares about this, but on the show currently, there's a lot of drama with her because the other girls say that she is dating a married man and she's like no I'm not dating a married man and everyone's like no you are and she's like no I'm not but nobody will say who the man is like no one is giving any proof to the no one is like here's the man this is the man it's just back and forth and I tried to google and figure out who the man was because I'm 
I'm just like, who is this man? And also, this information is not on the internet either. <laughs> who is this man? Hi, Bobby. Lindsay. This is Abby from Pennsylvania. Um, I'm calling because I wanted to make sure you knew about this. Uh, me and my sister talk about this all the time. We're both huge fans of the show. And, um, okay, so Perez Hilton does this thing where he comments on every single one of Britney Spears' Instagram posts, like, no matter what. And there's, like, a new feature on Instagram, I guess, where you can see, like, if someone is maybe a mutual follow of someone or, like, if the other person has a lot of followers, like, they're more likely to show up as, like, the only comment you see. And on Britney Spears' photos, it is always Perez Hilton. And they're always really, really sad and thirsty. Like, the most recent one, she <laughs> she just always posts, like, mom stuff. So she posted, like, a picture of, like, a rustic-looking book with, like, a heart on it. And it said her cap, her little, like, mom caption was, read me. And Perez wrote, well, I could read you, but that would be rude. And it was just so embarrassing. It's always so embarrassing. Anyway, I just wanted to make sure you guys knew about that. Um, good form, Bella Thorne, and I hope you have a good rest of your week. Bye. When the caller said, it's always so embarrassing, um, that is the best description of Perez Hilton that I've ever He's heard. so embarrassing. And this has only made him more embarrassing, as the caller said, well, this new just, algorithm. It's interesting, so... That he is What's, taking advantage of. Yeah, I don't want to pretend like Perez Hilton. I don't want to give him too much credit, but I will give him a little credit because basically what happened was Instagram changed their algorithm so that when you look at people's Instagrams, either people that you follow or people with a lot of followers get bumped up. So you know you only sometimes see a few comments. Like you, they'll pull out the comments that they think you want to see, which is other famous yeah. people or other notable people or your friends. People you know. Exactly. Or people you follow, not your friend. You know, who knows? They don't know who your friends are. The people yeah. you follow. And so it's really interesting because basically you can see on any celebrity's Instagram that he comments on, his quote, his uh, comment is pulled up um, and he, because he comments on so many people's Instagrams. And so he knows that if you're looking at all these different famous people's Instagrams, you might click on his comment and go to his profile. Mm-hmm. So he's doing and promo. Follow. It's yeah. like kind of genius. I mean, it's embarrassing. But it's kind of smart. It's a smart technique, but he's he's implementing it badly. Like, his comments are so transparent and so thirsty that, like, you just get mad at him. I know, know? but it's just, he's he's just, he's playing the game. Like, he figured out this game. That, and it's it's hilarious because you also, the, the um, algorithm is so funny because you can see on people's Instagrams, celebrities, other celebrities being like, beautiful, you look hot, or like, yeah, girl, or do it, or congrats, or da da and you're like, oh my god. It's just like, he he built a career on being mean, and now he's trying to pivot and be the nice guy, and it's not going to work. It's just never going to work. It's not, yeah, I mean, it turns out when you want to actually be famous, you can't really do that by being mean to other famous people at a point. You know, they're not going to no. like you, you know? No. And if you're going to be famous, you have to be, if you're going to be mean, you have to be so smart-ish at as well like you have people have to respect you and understand that you're mean like the the only option that i can give right now is like chelsea handler is yeah, mean yeah yeah chelsea handler is very mean yeah. and she's kind of shamelessly mean but she has a netflix show but she's just funny mean and she's able to you know it's kind of like wendy has a lot of i would give wendy as another example wendy has a lot of 
enemies because she used to talk a lot of shit. Uh, yeah. But that's how she's she... Still mean. She's still mean. That's how she got there. But that's why, like, when we were talking about that Rita interview, it was kind of like when She was mean to Rita Ora and then had her on the show. But that's the thing is because Rita's doing press, so she doesn't give a fuck whether Wendy was mean to her. Yeah. She's just like, I'm trying to get mine. I don't care. Mm-hmm. I don't care if she's mean. It's not going to be mean to my face, um, which she wasn't. And Perez will not uh, sort of reach that level, I don't think. Or at least not with these tactics. Um, so, and that's it for this episode. This was a great one. We had a lot of stuff to talk about. And I can't wait until next week when I can actually watch America's Next Top Model, if not live, <laughs> the day after. We'll see. We'll see. Do not we'll scoff see. at me. Don't promise Do anything. Don't me. make promises to me. Don't make promises to our audience that you are going to put in the work for this. And I did not say promise, Lindsay. <laughs> I just said I can't wait for the opportunity. I mean, when to. you watch it and find it extremely boring, you're going to be like, "Oh, wow! I guess I already knew this. I already knew that it was boring yeah. or whatever." Um, so yeah, that's it. Uh, have a wonderful weekend and wonderful weekend. Yeah, that's it. We'll see you Monday. See you Monday. Bye, guys. Bye. Bye. You will say that. Is this the hot one or the not hot one? Or is this the one that I think is hot or the one that you think is hot? That was a HeadGum Podcast.